0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast for a Better America with Frank. It's the year 2021. Oh, man, it's living in the past. It's the year 2022. I'm um, happy to uh, continue this journey and to speak of how we can be a better society. Perhaps this should be called for a better society with Frank because it's not just about America or, you know, when we have a good society, um, it's good for everyone, everyone in everywhere across the globe, whether it's in the EU, Europe. Asia, Africa, South America, North America. So, um, but welcome to the welcome to the podcast. Welcome to a new year. Glad uh we made it to a new year. It's kinda um been a rough few years. Um But we're here and we get to continue talking about how we could be better society. But first um Definitely want to do a reflection because this has been recorded around um, the first week of January, closer um, on January sixth, and I just wanted to take it, take this time to look back on some things from January sixth. Um, we had a um, event in the U.S. where people stormed the United States Capitol, and there were chants such as "Hang Mike Pence," who was then the Vice President of the United States. There were people, if you trace some of the commentaries on the, uh, internet are willing to, um, do great harm to AOC, was, um, Alexandra, um, cortez from, uh, New York, a house rep, and, uh, the speaker of the house, Nancy Pelosi, and this was, this was, uh, this was a, uh, this was an effort by a group of people that were angry about their election outcomes to do harm to those who serve the United States Congress. This is things you witness in tall water countries. This is things you witness in environments where there is dictatorship. This is things you witness in an environment where there is a lot of instabilities. Not necessarily in countries where the history is rich in civility when it comes to how the Congress operates, not in countries where the history is rich in a mannerism when it comes to how the president operates. In terms of when a president loses, they tend to step down and they congratulate the new winner. They might not like how they congratulate the new winner. They might not like to lose, Um, but it's, you know, you pass on the baton and you have the next leader when it comes to the white house and similar when house of rep member gets um, elected and they defeat the incumbent powers just switch hands and no one you know you could sue you could do whatever you want but no one brings together a group of people to um attack united states capital um this happened in the civil war i believe in some other times but this is very not in the twenty first century, not in recent era. And I think something Americans don't realize or easily dismiss is the fact that people watch what we do here. Um there is it's not an accident that there was a lot of strong men leadership in the era of trump they watch what happened in the u.s and they say oh yeah if that happened in america definitely will be fine over here in this country in asia or in this country in africa or um, other parts of the world and when america has good sound leadership even in countries where the leadership is incompetent they say wow you know the news will read why can't you be like the American president and the leaders there, even in the ineptitude, still try to be better leader or at least carry a certain persona about them to show that they're better than they actually are. We had a situation here where over um, a four-year span, we had a leader that carried himself in a manner, an attitude that really created an environment for, the population storming the capital. A lot of people criticize the Democratic Party for their style of leadership and the liberal um, media for creating a divide. And I, I respect this criticism. I really do. I think it makes a lot of sense. There was some sound reasoning behind it. But, to elect Trump to support Trump to push his agenda his ideological his form of thinking it's pretty much nothing but division it's more divisive than i would say listening to probably cnn i could turn that shit off um but trump is everywhere right He's a personality, a figure that shows himself everywhere. And when he gains that mantle, the, the office of the presidency, he wants to be everywhere. That's a little bit harder to avoid than to just turn off CNN or turn off Fox News. I I I, I wish that We did not just walk away from General sixth, Six in the sense that there were leaders that said the justice system will take care of this. There are leaders that said, this is a blight on our Democrats. This is a blight on American history. However, those same leaders turn around and embrace the individual that promoted that blight in the history that they really... Wish deep down some of these leaders, these elected officials, that this was never talked about. They would like to move on. They would like to talk about auditors. They would like to step away from this. They would like for this to not be mentioned ever again. In fact, they would like to cheer on the man who brought about January sixth, which is going to be—it's going to be—it's going to be in our kids' history book. It's—it's it's not going to be good. History will not judge January 6th of 2021, right? And in the year 2022, a year later, the people that want to hold public office at the federal level get that guaranteed paycheck, get a good, good Congress insurance. Huh? And they're going to open their campaign with the big lie. They're going to open their campaign with. He won, or they're lying to us, or they're deceiving us. They're going to attack the current president for speaking up and against that behavior. And they call themselves senators. And they call themselves House Rep. Members. They get security at request. They're privy to intelligence. They join the political class. We don't have adults in the room. I've, looking back on January 6th, i thought talked about some things that I've read about, some things that I've written about, and some things that I've spoken about. And one of that was we don't have any adults in the room. Another episode that I talked about was the Republican Party I see today and the ones I was preached to when I was a young teenager growing up in the South, And the ones that I see today now as a man, it's it's two different parties. Either I was lied to, or the values that was presented is in the past when it comes to that party. But how can the values be in the past if the senators are in the 60s and 70s and they're exhibiting these characteristics? How can those values be in the past if those that are now running for House of Rep officers, at least the few ones that are fully embracing Trump already in their 50s, it is possible that the ideology that I was presented to as as, as a teenager and as a young man was just an ideology, it was not something that the party truly believed. And I'm not going to sit here and cheer on the Democrats, definitely not going to do that. But when you do say that I want to be in the House of Rep, I want to be in the Senate. Cohesively the Senate is a more powerful branch than the president. They can impeach him, they can subpoena whatever they want, they can stop anyone he appoints that has actually real power. They're they, they, it's a very powerful bunch. Um mm. Cohesively, the Senate and the House, probably more powerful than the executive branch and probably the court systems. So, but there is a reason why we have separation of powers in the United States. And for a portion of the body of the government, the Senate and the House, especially on the Republican side, to perpetrate this. Lie of, of election fraud to not only see that states are passing laws to make it somewhat difficult to vote. And sometimes in those moments the stuff is overblown but other times it's not. The only laws that any state or the federal government in the United States should be making when it comes to American citizens being able to vote is how can we make it easier for people to vote. That's it. No other law when it comes to voting not this dropbox here that dropbox here vote Sunday don't vote no nope, it should be how can we make it easier for people to vote make dates and make voting day holiday oh, by the way employers must organize as a federal holiday so it's paid time off so people can go vote you know what I'm saying like make it make it easy and safe any law that is contrarian of that is very un-American. I mean, yes, American history prevent blacks to vote for a long time <laughs> and other groups of people. Yes, well, we understand that. But are we trying to move forward and to do better? So shouldn't the only laws passed today should be to make e- make it easy for people to vote? And that's I want to touch on too is how is it that this party is expected to win the House if the people, the actual leaders, the ones that have moral values, like Liz Cheney, is ousted from our leadership, is in a threatening position to lose her House seat? We get three Republicans retiring. And we're supposed to trust leadership to this group. This is not a Republican or a Democrat, and this is an American. And what, how is that possible? We lost a Capitol Police officer that day, Brian Sicknick. I mean, we lost a man that was said to be a good man in this community. And these are people that would give all these powers. Say elected officials. Perhaps I'm naive about what I think leadership ought to be. Perhaps I am not seeing clearly. So I've been here a while, seeing a lot of stuff. Or maybe I just have a higher standard of what leadership is, and there's no reason why a group of people with that much power, that much favor from the public, and running, should not have the integrity to hold that office diligently. We hope we don't have another January sixth, but from the way it's going. We hope to have America.